Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Stock Day Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now Good morning, happy Valentine's Day lovers It's Wednesday, February 14th uh, I was just telling people, if you use your left hand, that's called the stranger. And if you want to look it up, look it up on Urban Dictionary. Because um, I'm righty, so when I use my left hand, it's called the stranger. If you're, if you're lefty and you use your righty, it's called the, the, the you know, whatever it is. But happy Valentine's Day. Uh, it was bloody yesterday, so maybe you didn't get lucky yesterday. But, we, I mean, it was just red across the board. Um, there was nothing good about yesterday. Look at these. And this is why I like Seeking Alpha. You can go to the market data and you can look Look at the day. Every sector red. The, the biggest winner of the day was the, the healthcare sector because it was only down 0.93. But you're still up near 52-week highs. That's why I love these sliders. You can see where we, where we uh, traded to. Uh, industrials closed the day close to their highs and they were down 1%. Uh, real estate closed the day close to their day highs, and they were down 1.83%. So take a look at these sliders. Understand yesterday is a day that you want to take a look at things. How do we look on the cues? Because I'm trying to track the cues. And how do we look on the cues? We're still in as far as the algorithm goes. The, the MACD's crossing down. The RSI's in no man's land at 50. Do any of these uh, things don't make sense? Well, go over here to my newsletter. And the education center section, you can find out what all of these things mean. But again, MACD, eh, it's up there. Uh, you know, the, the 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 RSI, it's coming off of 70, going down to 50 real quick. Uh, we had a nice pullback here. If we look at uh, kind of the pullback from the highs here from the first morning to the lows of yesterday, it's about 3.49%, 3.5%. It's not that bad of a, a, a situation. Now, if we look um, and we just say, okay, where are some, we go back to the October where the algorithm got you in November 1st on the queues. Where are people holding? Well, most people are holding here around 410. Does that give me some pause? Yeah, because we, we've kind of used this 425. Look at that volume shelf. Um, just look how perfectly this volume shelf builds up here at 424. We bounced up there. We're at 428, uh, 430 in pre-market. We're up about a half a percent. 
So it's providing some support. Do we get the next bounce? I don't know. I mean, there's a little gap up here uh, all the way up to 434. Maybe we start to fill that gap. Nothing's really clear in this market. Um, it's about as clear. If you saw uh, Zuck yesterday had a video out uh, where he said the MetaQuest Vision, or I, th- I guess that's what he's called, the Oculus, is better than Apple Vision Pro. Uh, it reminded me of this. Does anybody remember Steve Ballmer? Getting some traction, then Steve Jobs goes to Macworld and he, he pulls out this iPhone. Yeah, this is about the Zoom. When you saw that. $500 fully subsidized with a plan? I said, that is the most expensive phone in the world. And it doesn't appeal to business customers because it doesn't have a keyboard, which makes... Yeah. Zuck's, Zuck's talking his own book. Zuck's talking his own book. Understand Zuck's talking his own book. So don't don't think that that you know Zuckerberg coming out against the Apple Vision Pro is a ding against Apple. Uh, you know, again, they laughed at the iPhone. Don't think that that's a ding. Now, here's fair warning for everybody. I'm about to go into an ad spree, uh, an affiliate ad spree. And the reason is everybody's having um, uh, sales right now. The first one I want to bring up is people were hounding me about when's TrendSpider going to be on sale again? When's Trend? Well, it's on sale. 67%. It ends today. It's a Valentine's Day sale. They just put it up. I wasn't notified about it. I just saw it yesterday. Um, but it's 67% off. How do you get it? You go to my link tree. Click on this top link. Best offer available. I don't think DSP25 is going to get you an additional 25%. If it does, fantastic. What do you do afterwards? You basically go up here to the upper right and you'll see an email. You email me at dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. I will send you a welcome letter with all of the uh, the the algorithms, uh, the, the watch lists, and uh, the scanners that I use every day. So when I go on vacation, you don't need me to to be here. Um, you know, it's nice that you show up, but you can do this on your own. So you don't have to listen to an hour and a half podcast. That's the the benefit. And if you don't have a large enough portfolio, if you don't have enough money in the bank, if $595 is not something that you think you can make in trades over the year, TrendSpider is not for you. Make sure this is budget friendly to you. Again, it, it, it takes the, the, the trading in my mind and everybody that signed up with me, it takes your trading to the next level. You understand it a little bit better. You're moving averages, everything of that sort. That's the first sale that we've got going on, okay? TrendSpider is the first sale that we've got going on. Second sale is, is the regular sale of, of Seeking Alpha. This is Seeking Alpha Premium. This is the second link. In, in the link tree. It is Seeking Alpha Premium. I love Seeking Alpha Premium. You will see me through this uh, podcast go through a bunch of Seeking Alpha articles, a Seeking Alpha analysts, Seeking Alpha things. Everything that I do is on Seeking Alpha Premium. This is $189. Again, if you can't afford the $500 for a TrendSpider, I think this is a good second option for you because you do have charting. You do have portfolio breakdowns. You do have analysis. You do have the quant. You get to look at the quant rating, uh, which all of their analysts use. Uh, You can look at those things. It's a great, great tool. Um, So that's the second link in, in, in the link tree. 
The third link is Alpha Picks, and this is the big one because this one ends today or tomorrow. I got an email from uh, from uh, from Seeking Alpha. This price is not one ninety nine afterwards. This price afterwards goes to four ninety nine. It was confirmed to me yesterday four ninety nine. What's my sale after this? It goes to four forty nine. They are giving me a fifty dollar off coupon. So today. If you're thinking about Alpha Picks, remember, Seeking Alpha Premium is different than Alpha Picks. Alpha Picks is a buy and hold strategy. This is a two data driven stocks picks per month to hold long term. It's alert, alerts when they, the portfolio shifts to sell, but it's two stock picks per month. Uh, access to Alpha Picks over 20 stocks on day one. You get access to all of their picks on day one, and you can do it. We've had people who have made their $89 back by just simply putting um, you know, $1,000 into uh, four or five different stocks, as MCI may be one of them, and they've made their $89 back. So again, there's three tools. It's TrendSpider, which is the, the most expensive one at about $500, $600 uh, for a year. There is Seeking Alpha Premium, which is about $189 with my coupon for a year. And then there's Alpha Picks at $89. But the one that I want you to jump on if you're even thinking about it is Alpha Picks because this sale is over at the end of the day. Uh, TrendSpider has regular sales, not as good as this one. If you've been contemplating TrendSpider, this is the deal to jump on. I don't know what their plans are for the future, but this is the deal to jump on for $595 for the year. Uh, seeking Alpha Premium, eh, I got that $50 coupon whenever you want. Um, it's a great, great option. And, and you should have an account with Seeking Alpha, by the way. So those are the three. The fourth one that I think is a pretty good one, it's how to support this podcast the most, is my newsletter. And, and just sign up for the free one. And if you like what you read, and, and I'm not telling you to sign up for the paid one, but if you like what you read and you want to support me, then just support me. I do have a paid newsletter on the weekend that gives you more education and more paid stuff. So it's very simple. It's super, super simple, super easy. One of the, uh, the in the private Facebook group yesterday, Sean, uh, he said, FYI, uh, the, the office hours with Jason uh, on TrendSpider are uh, fantastic. YouTube.com slash uh, TrendSpider and so if you want to go to office hours, Jason has these um, these these regularly. Uh, today's office hours with Jason did a great job. Step-by-step walkthrough for any beginner on the platform. Uh, that's this one. And if you have the alerts on, <clears throat> on TrendSpider, you can see when he's got office hours. He is unbelievably the master, absolute master at TrendSpider. And, and so if you want to see TrendSpider in action, go watch this office hours. I mean, you know, again, step by step for beginners, what it is. Um, it is fantastic. It is unbelievable. But those are the three tools that I really want you to jump. The two that I think you should jump on if you've been listening to me for a while and haven't taken advantage of are TrendSpider and Alpha Picks. I use all three. I wouldn't tell you to use them uh, unless uh, it, you. Ab- I thought absolutely it would take you to the next level. So. Uh, that's what I think. One part of Seeking Alpha Premium is you get this email in the morning. And I thought this was interesting because, yes, SMCI held up yesterday. Yes, Disney held up yesterday. Yes, Eli Lilly held up yesterday. 
Shopify, big loser. Palantir, big loser. Goldman Sachs, big loser. But more interesting, the quant ratings. So Eli Lilly went from a buy to a hold. Uh, TSM went from a strong buy all the way down to a hold. It skipped the buy. And Shopify went from a strong buy to a hold. I don't believe the, the, the Shopify one is correct. But I love getting this email in the morning. Then I love doing the uh, the analysis of it. I think it's a fantastic way of absolutely um, you know staying on top of your portfolio. And again, it comes with seeking out for premium. So I think that was a good one. Um, let's see. Uh, all the signs were there yesterday. Uh, on February 12th, uh, Kramer, despite weeks of gains, Kramer doesn't see a market-wide decline soon. The guy's an absolute effing legend. I mean, we should have known it. February 12th. He doesn't see a market-wide decline soon. What do we get yesterday? Two days later, or the next day. I'm sorry, this was February 12th at 6.45 p.m. The guy's an absolute legend, an absolute legend. Uh, And if you want to send your lover a a little card, I'm bearish on you from Loving Jim. (laughs) This is one of my favorite accounts, by the way, the inverse Jim Cramer. It's unbelievable. But all the signs were there. Cramer, bullish, blah, blah, blah. He was bearish yesterday. He said, yeah, well, I think we have a pullback, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's going to last for a couple of days. Well, what do we see today? We're green. The douche. Again, the douche. Um, Today's defining leaders. This is an interesting list because it points out everything everything that was up yesterday. Um, it's an interesting uh, one because some of these that are down here, like Netflix, um, I, I I like Uber. Was it under seventy? Nvidia at seven twenty one. It was down a little bit, but Uber, Uber, AMD, um, you know, Netflix. I think you buy those. Again, it's an interesting list. Take a look at it. I would start to um, look at days like yesterday. What are the, the stocks that you want to get into? Because I do think it's a buying opportunity. Um, Gene Munster puts this fantastically. Uh, NASDAQ down 2%, which begs the question, which force will win the battle for tech stocks, inflation or AI? I was just on um, on, on YouTube Live telling people, in my mind, this is the NASDAQ. And this is kind of the battle that's going on. You see yesterday where you saw a dip down here. You see in December where you saw a dip down here. There was a lot of a talk. And and remember the phrase, don't fight the Fed. That's a big phrase. You don't want to fight the Fed. When the Fed says, we're not going to reduce interest rates in March, and the market says, oh yeah, we'll see that and we'll raise you, then inflation comes in hotter than expected. That's what happens yesterday. Now, what happens today? Does AI take over? Is the AI train still running? Um, you know, does, does NVIDIA continue to go up? SMCI right now in pre-market, it's at 816. NVIDIA right now in pre-market, it's at 731. Um, Palantir is at 24. Um, you know, Qualcomm back up over 150. Uh, Shopify almost over 80. It's at 79. Uber? is up 7% at 74. So I think Gene Munster puts it correctly. I, I'm i betting on the AI train. Shay, you guys know him. I'm such a fan of Shay and his tweets. If you're not following him on Twitter, you absolutely should. Um, how will growth enterprises manage upcoming explosion in data driven by AI's growth? I just said I'm all in on AI. Those are the stocks. I mean, I don't have MDB. I do own Snow. I own NVIDIA. I don't own Datadog. Yesterday's earnings scared me a little bit about Datadog, but I don't mind 
um, buying Datadog on the drop. CrowdStrike, I got out of mistakenly. I absolutely, I do own Palo Alto Networks and my dad owns Fortinet and I've traded Fortinet before, uh, but CrowdStrike is the one that I want to do. Securing network for data, net, Cloudflare, absolutely. And analyzing the data, Palantir, these are great stocks. Great, great stocks. Um, This one, Goldman. Uh, CPI largely reflected state-of-the-year price increases for labor-reliant categories as medical services, car insurance, and repair. And daycare, we assume inflation in these categories returns to previous trend in February and March. That's key because remember yesterday, um, it was all about CPI. Well, if CPI was just temporarily elevated, then what we see going forward is a reduction in inflation, a reduction in the Fed rate, and so then it takes off the table, don't fight the Fed. If they're not staying higher for longer, then this market will go up. So understand you've got to take a look at these things. NVIDIA price target goes to 825 825 um, I don't know that it will get there. It's going to be quite a stretch to get there. But the last two earnings that NVIDIA has had has caused gap ups. Doesn't mean you will get another gap up. But this range right here is what I was telling you to trade in before. We've broken out well above that and it's continuing to run in pre-market <coughs> excuse me you're up at 731 i don't know if you should buy it here its earnings are coming up next week that's a tough one <coughs> uh, i'm just not gonna hit pause anymore i'm coughing you'll have to deal with it but the uh, macd is super high up here um the rsi has just been trailing between 60 and 80 i mean it just hasn't come down the volume's still there to justify this But into earnings next week, February 21st, that is going to be a key day for the market in my mind. And again, remember this article that that says NVIDIA's price target was raised from 625 to 825 by by Mizuho. This is going to be key for the market. I've left all these old notes in. I'm going to take them out because this this range no longer has any relevance whatsoever. Um, I mean, look at the last earnings. You dipped down. Look at this earnings. You went up and then you went down. This earnings, I expect you to probably come down here to about, if we pull this back to the last time that the, um, let's look at this, because it is, everybody that bought after 500, where's the shelf at? Let's look at where the shelf is, because the shelf right here, if we look at this, there is a shelf up here at 692, I think 700 provides you some support, Um, I think back here at 622. That provides you some support back here at 555. Those are big tranches. And, and, and the volume has just gotten up. The reason the volume's here is because you had a couple of days here. The reason the volume's here is because you had a couple of days here. It's no more than a couple of days. So if this hangs out up here at 721 for a couple of days, expect that to put in a, a, a level of actual support. But it's going to count, depend on these earnings. And those earnings do scare me. Don't don't make any mistake about it. The earnings absolutely scare me because that's going to move the market. Now, Brian Sullivan pointed out yesterday, and he pointed out in this video, um, random but true, but interesting, uh, I, you no, know, I mean, it, but it's 100% true. 
Uh, NVIDIA, keep, keep going up, double, triple, whatever from here. AI's message, just an historical reminder of whatever stock you own, markets move quickly. NVIDIA is just like Intel back in the late 90s. So watch this video. If you're in NVIDIA, subscribe to the newsletter. I will post this tweet, but watch this. Because Intel's run from 1995 to 2000 was 1,727%. It it just dropped after that, like a brick, like a effing brick. Now, NVIDIA's run over five years is 1787. So it's very, very similar. If we go back here and we look at Intel, I'm going to look at Intel and I'm going to go to a, let's go to a yearly because we're just going to look at a, a couple of candles here. We're not going to look at the intra kind of day, but if you look at 19, uh, here, <clears throat> uh, 1995, right here, say you bought in the middle and then to 2000, um, yeah, 2000, there you go. If you go, well, I guess they're going from the bottom. So 1995 down here to the top. Yeah, 1800% right there. What'd you do in the upcoming year? Well, if you bought at the top here, you lost 80% in the next year. 73. So it moves fast. Understand, I don't think that's where in where uh, NVIDIA is going. But this video is a cautionary tale. It's really, really good. I, I like that video. Uh, NVIDIA, you know, to, to counteract this one, it's not a bubble. has three times in 435 days to be a dot-com bubble levels. This is the Cisco price during the dot-com bubble. NVIDIA stock price has lagged about 25 years. So again, that that's that's Cisco. Cisco was to, supposed to, uh, you know, reinvent the internet, rebuild it, blah blah blah. It's a cautionary tale. So I want you to make sure that you're comfortable with your Nvidia going into earnings. If you are nervous, sell. There is nothing against taking a profit. Taking a profit and having it move higher doesn't feel good, but don't watch it. And if it's justified to go higher, you can buy it at a higher level. Maybe you missed it, but wait for three days and wait for it to come back. Shopify is a perfect example. Perfect example. At 90, should have been selling it. Uh, they had perfect earnings. Now at 79, I'm adding back to it. So perfect, perfect example. Super micro. SMCI. This stock has doubled in 2024. So far, it's doubled. We're February 14th and it's doubled. SMCI has surpassed NVIDIA in terms of long-term performance with a five-year return of 4,300% compared to NVIDIA's 1,800%. This is a fantastic analysis. Uh, go and read it. It's going to be in the uh, the, the, the newsletter. Uh, BLDR was one that was interesting. Um, it was brought up to me from a listener. I think it was La somebody, Scott or somebody, somebody brought it up. But BLDR was a uh, builder's first source, was a stock that was brought up to me from a, a listener. I forget who, but it, it, it's, you know, I was playing around with Seeking Alpha's app. Seeking Alpha's app is awesome. And I was looking at the, uh, the latest analysis, strong buys, and it's BLDR. BLDR is, is a strong, it's a five. So it's got a rating of zero to, zero to five, okay? That's what the quant is. Zero to five, five, perfect score. It's a perfect score. Now, BLDR 
Let's go over to Seeking Alpha and look at BLDR so we can uh, see what it what what its uh, metrics are. But it's got a super. Uh, I I may have taken this for granted uh, and thought you know hey it's builder's resource. I'm not ex- exactly you know happy about it. Seeking Alpha Analyst 5.0 zero to five 5.0 quant rating 3.19. This from February 12th strong buy. Go and read this article. It, it's ranked 20 in its industries. It's industrials. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a much better buy than I think. But I thought that was interesting that it brought it up. It's been on a crazy, crazy run. I mean, this has almost doubled since uh, October 30th. So it's a building supply company. That's what's crazy about it. Uh, Arm. Arm has gone absolutely nuts. Is it a meme play? I don't think so. I went over Arm yesterday. Be very careful with this name. Remember, March 12th is the key date for this. SoftBank may release. They own 90% of the stock. Uh, 7% is currently floated out in the market. Arm is up, let's see, it's at 133 in pre-market. It is up 11% today. Understand, those levels are not sustainable. It is not an NVIDIA. It is not an SMCI. It is an expensive, expensive stock. Uh, if we go over here to ARM to Finviz, um, you can see their financials. They've got a 123 uh, market cap. If we go to uh, ARM here, let's see if they have uh, any of the financials over here on Seeking Alpha. Because um, I didn't see any on, uh, on, on yeah. Revenues, I mean, two, $2 billion. <clears throat> Total of other revenue. $2 billion? And they've got a market cap of $123 billion. How is that possible? Again, this I don't think it's a meme stock. I don't think it's a short. Uh, I just think it's overvalued at this point. Honest to God, I think it's overvalued. I'd be very, very wary, wary of a $133 price. I think people are taking this up unnecessarily. Um, I just don't think it's worth I'd rather see you in SMCI. Much better uh, optics on SMCI than that. So uh, ARM arm is a little nuts. Uber. We talked about Uber being up almost 7% at 74. This was a buy under 70. Uh, Uber gains after aggressive three-year targets adding buybacks to the mix. They're going to buy back a ton of stock. Get in on this one. Advertising is driving this one. It's ranked number one of eight. Uh, so Uber is the, the big one. Um, we will go into the Lyft situation when I go over earnings, but Uber, you know, DD global is second Lyft is number four Lyft is, you know, they've shown that they're going to be a good company. So I, I, you know, Lyft might be one that you want to get into, but yesterday's fiasco looks a little bit bad. Uh, yesterday again, seeking alpha, uh, ETFs by quant rating. A lot of these are triple levered. There's a Bitcoin miner, TECL, which is the triple levered bull on technology, SOXL, which is up like almost 10% today, I think. Let's look at SOXL. Uh, again, Seeking Alpha's at, uh, app is really, really good. Uh, SOXL is up b- 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 3.94% to 38.29. I think it was up earlier, way up earlier. But this is just a great list, and you can see it. I posted it in Facebook, but you know, get Seeking Alpha Premium. I'm telling you, it, it is really, really good. Want to know why to buy a shop uh, on the dip? And, and the reason is, look at this, er, revenue and earnings per share growth. Look at that. It's going up. And yet it was pulled down by 10% yesterday. 10%. Get this one while it's under 80. 
It's at 78.25. It's putting, I know I always say, hey, wait a couple of days until after earnings and things will shake out. Just get this at 78. Uh, I think it's a $90 stock again. We saw it. It was 90. It, it You know, look at the long term on this one. Um, the long term on, you're crazy if you don't get it. And I was saying you're crazy if you don't get this at 50. The e-commerce, this is a great company and it has run phenomenally well. And and yes, you're under the 200-day long-term. That 50-day is still moving positive. I still think you've got forward momentum on this. I still think it's a great buy. That's all I'm going to say on Shopify. I think that this, this chart shows it exactly. It's a fantastic buy. Vizio surges on report. Walmart is in talks to buy it for more than $2 billion. Roku, Roku is, is I think somebody asked me to look at Roku. Roku is very simply a, a company that is looking for a buyer. They, they can't make money. They're looking for a buyer. Nobody wants to buy it. Walmart wants to buy Vizio for their smart TV platform. Roku has uh, smart TVs. Nobody wants to buy them. That's the crazy thing. Um, let's look at BMR because BMR is still moving up, by the way. Still moving up. This is Beamer Technology. I think it comes out tomorrow uh, with NVIDIA. Um yeah, yeah, it's up. Let's see, eighteen uh, percent. It's at sixteen sixty. Yeah, fifteen percent. Sixteen twenty five. It's still moving. Understand, you can trade this on a five minute chart. I went over it before. I'm not going to go over it again. Let's talk about earnings. <laughs> so Lyft went crazy. So initially, when they were reported, and I was watching their earnings, and I was like, "Who? I own Uber. Maybe I should get into Lyft." Um, I don't use Lyft, but there's been a lot of positive things about Lyft. It's cheaper than Uber, um, significantly cheaper. If you want to hail a rideshare, uh, you can compare the two uh, and you can see what they're going to charge you for it. They have better uh, better driver interactions, I think, uh, with Lyft. Um, it's just a better company. It went up 12% uh, based on the fact that um, they said that their, their guidance, they would be free, free cash flow positive in 2024, which is huge. Again, it's huge. Uh, then the stock went up 80%. And I'm going to go over here to, to the actual chart. It went up 80%. Nobody knew why. And and it was all 100% quant, like uh, algorithmic trading. It wasn't anything, um, and we're going to include extended hours here because I don't want to. Uh, <clears throat> I want to show you what happened because you could have traded this, and I was thinking about doing it on confirmation. You had total confirmation here, okay? You could have bought it. This is a five-minute candle at fourteen when it came out. Yes, you were up by like twelve percent, but fourteen, you could have bought it here. You could have got, sold it at twenty, and then what happened? So here's what happened. There was a a line item in a note that said adjusted EBITDA margin in the report. Um, They they said it was going to be up 500%. That was the adjusted EBITDA margin. Margin, the actual profit, it said it would be up 500%. The CEO comes out, or I'm sorry, the the CFO comes out and says, you know, it's not going to be up 500%. That was a typo. It's actually only going to be up 50% <laughs> or 500 basis points year over year. It wasn't even percent, 500 basis points. So 
As of 5.30, the earnings release on LiftSide had not been removed or corrected. Volatility since decline in Lyft is higher 18%. It's still up. It's still up 28% today. So even if you bought at 14 and you didn't get out at 20, do I think it's going to 20? No. No. I think it's a good stock to get into. I think it's an opportunity to get into a um, a stock that's not horrible. Uh, and if they do show earnings, I think it's good. Just call it, it, again, this calls into question good companies with good products, with good profits, which they don't have currently, with good management. The management is called into question. I don't think the management is horrible, but how do you let something like that slip? And then an hour into the earnings call, you say, oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that wasn't a great one. Um, the biggest stock movers of the day, we, we talked about um, Lyft, uh, Robinhood was way up, surged over 10%. Uh, Robinhood, which I went over yesterday, I thought I liked the, the, the thing of their app, popped 10% uh, based on their revenue per user and crypto trading. Now, it's started to give some of that back. It's up 13% right now. It opened up at uh, 1365, trading at 1339. I, I would completely expect it to come back here to the 12s. So, I don't believe in this stock. I don't think they have a great offering. They have uh, some things that, that are doing good. Eh, it's okay. Airbnb moved up 10% uh, on uh, super strong earnings and guidance. It's giving it back. I mean, it's giving it all back. Uh, it's down 4.82%. Um, we can look at this. Is Airbnb in here? No. <clears throat> Airbnb is not. So Lyft and Uber share price soaring. Uh, the other one, cart was way down. I said cart, uh, Instacart is way down, uh, large layoffs, including three of the C-suites, uh, which they said was for personal reasons. FYI, C-suite people, three at a time do not leave for personal reasons. That's, that's them getting rid of them. Um, I don't order through Instacart. So, you know, it was, it was through a SPAC. I don't like this company blah, blah, blah. Um, the other big mover of the day was one that I had warned about because uh, some people like this and it's a meme trading stock, but it's upstart. This is the um, the AI loan company. They just have bad loans. So this is, you know, upstart it is just bad, bad loans. Here's what it is. Despite topping consensus in Q4, it fell more than 18% after its revenue guidance did not meet the market. The AI-driven lending platform for banks and credit unions expects Q1 revenue of $125 million less than the $151 million consensus. So it's just a bad company. Just a bad, bad company. Do not invest in Upstart. Don't think that it's a good one. Um, I was playing around with the Weeble app. If you don't know, I love Weeble. And here's the, the the top gainers yesterday in ETFs. Here's the top losers in ETF. You know, opportunities. Again, if you're long, then then maybe you want to go in short here. If you're short, maybe you want to do puts or something like that on these things. I don't know. But I love, 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 love that Weeble app. Um, so let's go over some social requests. Oh, by the way, Bitcoin up over 51,000. You know what that means? Mara is way up. Mara is up. Let's see. Mara is up 12% to 28. It'll go to 30. You know, you had that that Bitcoin uh, drop um, based on the ETF. That's what you saw here. Now you're just getting back up. This could be a double top at 30. It could be the, the, the next leg in the platform. 
Uh, it could be the next leg in the move. This is a retail trade. This is not one that I think you buy and hold, uh, even though I've been holding it. But I, I've added a little bit to it, like one stock when it was 15, and I should have been adding more. I don't hold a bunch, but Bitcoin's up at 51,000. I think it's continuing bull. I think we're in a bull market. That's what I've been saying. I think we're in a bull market. Yesterday, just a little speed bump in the bull market. Uh, Sakuri from Instagram wants me to look at PayPal. I said it before. Uh, Sakuri, if, if you're listening, uh, you should be listening. You should be reading my email. All I'm going to say, I'm out. I'm done. At some point, I'm out. I haven't sold it yet, but I will. I will. I'm waiting until after the earnings, after it settles down. It's settling here at 58. I'm out. No reason to stay in. So there's there's your PayPal. Uh, Lance, I didn't know about the private Facebook group until this week. Uh, thanks for the ad. I've been listening to the podcast for a while. I'm on the paid newsletter. Added your Seeking Alpha picks. I say uh, make money for the service. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to get some guidance on a decision. We are a big Disney family. We get to go there a lot. I'm always paying attention to the crowds, and I watch the stock a lot. I have a, built a, a position when it was lower using options to drive down my cost basis. Super good play. My uh, personal valuation of Disney based on a CapEx valuation, I show it has a fair value of $88, which is where it was. I mean, that's essentially where it was. So if you had, if you based it um, at $88, that's your floor. If it ever gets down near that 88, absolutely 100% buy it. Uh, I know there's low compared to other analysts. One that I trust has a d- dollar cost fair value of 117. I am lucky enough to be in around 80. I have a bad habit of not letting my runners run enough, and I'm trying to decide what to do with my last lot. Any thoughts on Disney direction and fair value? I don't know about fair value. I I don't look at fair value. If you go over here, and and kind of the way I look at fair value is Disney here. What's the target price? 112. Where are you trading? 100. I think 112 and 100, 112 is your 52-week high. So they're saying it's it's reached its high. Lance, here's my guidance on Disney. I come from the, the cable world, and Disney was getting a free ride for many, many years based on ESPN and their bundle, being able to charge the cable companies $25. Of the $50 that you paid uh, for your cable bill, $20 went to Disney. $25 went to Disney, depending on the cable company. That is over, and they have not been able to pick up their streaming business to cover the downfall of the ESPN business with cord cutters because not everybody that was paying for cable is watching sports. Not everybody wants the ESPN packages, and that's where the money has gone. So I think Iger is doing a fantastic job. I said it before. I think they pulled the kitchen sink out, and they pulled everything forward into this earnings. Uh, I would say that the March shareholder vote is going to be key. If Peltz gets the uh, the nominations uh, from the shareholders that he wants uh, on the board, I think Iger's hands are strapped a little bit. Uh, I think he's kind of stuck. So I think Disney's going to be stuck. I think Iger could potentially step down and just say, F this, I'm done. I don't care anymore. Now, mind you, his fortune is in Disney. He's got a lot of Disney stock. Um, but it's not like he's going to, you know, have to sell his house in France if Disney stock, you know, if somebody else takes over. I would not expect this to go back to 90. I would expect this to test 100 again. Uh, and I don't know when that is, but I would expect it to touch 100 again. Long term, I think you're okay. Uh, I don't think this is going to ever lead the market. 
I don't know that you're getting back up here to 170 anytime soon. But look at this long term. The 200 days at 126. I think if Iger is able to pull things out this year, I think you touch that. Uh, you look at how long it took once it, uh, let's see, we'll, we'll, we'll do this. We'll look at, okay, how long uh, when it crossed the 200 day uh, on the weekly and it got down to here. You're at one year, 10 months. And one week, one year, 10 months, you're down 20% since it crossed the 200 day. Okay. That's just since it crossed the 200 day. You've got one year. Uh, now, as it starts moving its way back up, if we want to look at one year, where do we go? It's October 2023. So if we go out here to October 2024, um, you know, that would be a nice. 40% move to get back to the 200 day if it's going to continue flat. That would be a nice move and that would be what? 1 year. Oh, it's almost 2 years. That would be out here. So yeah, if you're talking about 1 year 10 months to go from the lows there back to the 200 day, you're talking about what? September 2025. So I I, I don't think it's going to lead the market. But because you're a Disney family, because you go to Disney all the time, because you stay on it, I don't think it's a bad play. I just think you've got to, you know, in my mind, I don't think it's the leading thing that I would have in my account. But I'm different. I don't have a family. I don't go to Disney. I'm not a a big fan. I do have a friend who moved to freaking Orlando because he loves Disney. And he bought a ton of stock up here at 180. So he's he's hurting. He's really hurting. Uh, TG Homie. UPS. Uh, I'm not a fan. I, I mean, I think there's better things in the market. Uh, I just think there's better things in the market. You've got death cross going on. You, you've got your earnings where you gap down. Just better things in the market, TG homie. I don't know anything else about it. I don't have to see anything other than the fact that this, that, you know, Amazon's going to take their lunch. Amazon's got their own service. What happens when Amazon actually starts allowing customers to ship through Amazon? They already do it for Shopify. You know, open up a, a, a little storefront. They've got Whole Foods. You know, you, you need to ship a package, do it through Amazon. So, you know, UPS just signed that, that union. I can't imagine their costs are going down. So costs are going up. Uh, Abe from uh, Facebook, it looks like. Or no, Instagram or something. I forget. Instagram, maybe. Um, thoughts on Barrett. No, it's from uh, Facebook. Thoughts on Barrett Gold. Barrett Gold, I'm not going to even talk about Barrett Gold because these guys, risk reversal, I'm going to include this, this clip for you in, the, uh, in the, 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 the newsletter. But Barrett Gold is, uh, I don't even know what the symbol is. Let's see. Uh, I think it's GLD. G-O-L-D, Barrett Gold. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of gold. These guys are. These guys have been more right, wrong than right. So, yeah, not not a good thing. But if you want to go into it, go into it. I'm not a fan. So I, you know, these guys do it do it a lot better than I do. They're talking for gold to be at all time highs. More for you from uh, Instagram. I'm sorry, from uh, Spotify. Wants me. Uh, technical indicators suggest Palantir is overbought short term. How high do you think it goes before correcting? I realize the market dipped on inflation news, i.e., where do you think Palantir is in six months? I have no freaking idea. 
you know, if I if I knew where it was going to be in six months, I'd be pouring money into it or, you know, on puts and stuff like that. I'm not looking six months out on this stock. I'm looking five minutes on this stock. This stock has a, a crossover here on, on the MACD that's probably coming down. You've got a button hook going on here. You've got a gap down below. Uh, the only thing that's going to push this higher is inclusion in the S&P. That's the next catalyst on this. That's the next catalyst. So I, I set it back here. If we hold the volume shelf at 1980, I think it should move up. I said, you know, at 1980. Well, it held at 1980. It held at 1980. And so if you bought in after earnings, you've been rewarded. You know, you've been greatly rewarded. Uh, that's the stock. That's the point where I think 1980, it comes back to at some point in time. But if they get included in the S&P 500, expect a pump. I don't know where it's going in six months. Honestly, I don't have that much stock in this. I have my money in SMCI. I have my money in Apple. I have my money in uh, NVIDIA. I have my money in Amazon. I have my money in um, uh, Netflix. I have my money in QQQ. I have my money in all that stuff. So where it's going in six months, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Do we have a, a World War III in six months? Do we have a dead president? Does Biden back out of the uh, the election? Um, you know, does he step down? Uh, does Trump win the election? You know, you're talking a lot of things can happen in six months. And Palantir specifically, maybe we go, you know, maybe the, 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 the Fed just says, hey, we ain't taking rates back. Well, that affects Palantir because look at the forward PE of 60. Look at the PE of 266. What's the catalyst to get the, these earnings up to this uh, PE level? I don't know. But I just don't think it's it's going to, you know, I don't think it's 30. But long term, I think you're fine. I think you're fine. Palantir is here to stay. It's not going bankrupt. They've turned a profit. So more for you. Eh, I, I mean, you know, six months. Eh, I can't look at the stock for six months. I can tell you today. Uh, let's see. It's up 1%. I think it's going to pull back. I think if you put in a shelf here, you're probably putting in a shelf for a next a leg higher. But six months, I don't know. I mean, you know, SMCI in six months, I think we're still on the AI train. If Palantir follows SMCI and, and follows NVIDIA and they're part of the AI train, I think you're higher. So Fisher 88K from Spotify. Love your show. Are you concerned about the recent falls from earnings due to pricing perfection? Or are you using it as a buying opportunity? Looking at NVIDIA earnings. I went over this. NVIDIA is priced absolutely to perfection. They have been for the last two earnings, and you've seen it pop on the last two earnings. Uh, I think the AI train is running. Um, I look at pullbacks as buying opportunities. Uh, I look at uh, highs as trim opportunities. I'm not looking at anything, uh, anything in particular, but NVIDIA, I think those earnings that come up on February 21st, I think that's going to drive the market. I think 100% the market is focused on this. If Nvidia blows out earnings and things go higher, I think we just get, you know that that all of AI it's going to pull up higher. So, and and Mike just said SMCI just broke 850. So, Nvidia is not up to over 800, it's at 735, but SMCI is up 7% at 850. Let this be a key. Yesterday we were down by 2%. SMCI was up. Okay, SMCI was up. This points to nobody wants to sell this stock. What's the price that's going to get you out of SMCI? And I can tell you, the catalyst of people selling is going to be February 21st. So I don't want to say that you're crazy for being in SMCI because I think even up here, 
The valuation isn't nuts. It's high. For a hardware company at forward PE of 29, a PE of 65, that's high. So understand it's super high. I, I, I may trim some of my freaking, uh, you know, uh, I can't trim my brokerage portfolio because that's short-term taxes. And I don't want to do that. I went over this for the paid newsletter subscribers. Dex, you might take a look at uh, Dexcom. It's Ron. I mean, I listen, this is a uh, glucose monitoring uh, company. Uh, it's a medical devices company. Uh, Dexcom here in the four-hour algorithm. I mean, up until earnings. You, you, you topped out there. This line at 125, I've said it many times that buy above it, uh, or I'm sorry, buy below it, sell above it. And when it got down here to 89, hopefully you were dollar costing averaging. But I think that's the line where you've got it. And if we go and we look at a weekly, uh, it's even more clear on a weekly that that 125 price right there, that's your, your pullback. So... Buy it at 115 if you're happy, you know, dollar cost your average way down. And then that 125 decks, that's my best bet on this other than not knowing anything else about the company. I think Apple Watch will take them over at some point in time, but no, nothing too soon. Uh, scans, there's a bunch of them. Uh, a lot of them don't mean anything. And the reason it doesn't mean anything, FNGD, which is an inverse, three-time inverse on the fangs. Uh, TECS, which is the three-time inverse on the um, on the uh, on the technology. Uh, Hibs, which is three times inverse on I think it's the S and P. Let me see. Uh, Hibs, it's three times uh, short on the S and P. These are daily, and it doesn't mean anything. I mean, just understand you got a cross up, you got an entry point on the algorithm, but you have no confirmation. We're in a bull market, so don't buy those inverse uh, ETFs at all. Uh, I would say stay away from them. But again, you you want to make sure that you 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 look at these because if there's a stock that you want to enter and it shows up on the scans, look to enter it. You know, if you, if you want to, that's how you use the 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 daily newsletter. Um, and the daily newsletter, so you know, it's broken down into a couple of things. I'll go over it. At first, I put in some sales stuff on on tools that I think you should use. Again, to the point yesterday. These are sales, affiliate sales that save you money on tools that I use. That's it. Uh, then I put in some market stuff and some stocks that I may want to trade or buy. And then I put in the links to the podcast. That's kind of the breaker. So you can listen on Spotify. You can listen on uh, Apple Podcasts or you can watch on YouTube. By the way, the Spotify is a video episode as well if you have Spotify. So it is a video and audio. You can watch it there. If you're going to watch, I'd say YouTube is probably a better place to watch. Um, and then I put in the pod notes. And the pod notes is everything that I went over. It's all the articles. It's all the video, uh, the videos that I post. It's everything that I went over. Nothing more. You can go and you can read about it. Then the final part is the scans. These are scans of stocks that look bullish in the four-hour algorithm. So if you don't can't afford TrendSpider, if you don't want to buy TrendSpider, this is the place to look for the four-hour algorithm. And these are stocks that currently are uh, are bullish. Now, you know, yesterday I told you, hey, we're probably going to be down because CPI was down. Understand this is a lagging four hours. It's the previous day's candles. It doesn't include extended hours. But if you're looking like Bank of America, if you're looking to get into Bank of America, that four-hour algorithm could help you. Uh, Yesterday it had a buy here uh, at 3312. 
Today you're at 3309. So, you know, again, if it looks at 3312, I'm typically looking at a five minute candle to try and get in. That's just the way I trade. Um, you're going to need to do your own due diligence and find your own system. But typically, I'm looking at a five hour candle. And yesterday, if we look at it, here's February 13th. Even though you got this 3312 um, cross up on the four hour, it opened up at 3334 and then just kind of dipped down. And so where'd you find uh, actual confirmation? Here at 3291. So hopefully you bought at 3291. If you did the, yeah, the afternoon, man, you slid down. Maybe you waited and you, you had something to do. Well, maybe you got in here at 3253. You know, maybe that's that's where you got in, 3253. And then you come up here and, and, and you can see 3233, you know, you're, you're up. Now, this gap up here, I completely expected to get filled to 33.61. So that's yesterday's. This is the financials. Again, kind of just the way to look at it. Remember, don't sleep on the uh, the TrendSpider sale. TrendSpider is going on for another 15 hours from the time. It's now 10 o'clock. So it's another 15 hours. Uh, it is five. You save $1,100. $1,192 to be exact. Don't sleep on that one. Don't sleep on the Alpha Picks one, too. Uh, even Diane, I think it was Diane who said it. Yeah, Diane, she just signed up for Alpha Picks yesterday and on YouTube Live. Uh, she said she watched the latest recorded webinar. And yes, there's a webinar. Yes, they include video. Yes, they include audio. Yes, there are, it, it's an actual analyst uh, doing analysis of their picks and their portfolio and telling you what they think of their portfolio. It is for $89 for one year. And the reason you want to get this is not because you're day trading, not because you you know you want some uh, some stock tips uh, on a daily basis. The reason you're getting this is this performance of 105. percent I think it's even up more now. Let's see. Let's go over to Seeking Alpha and let's see what their performance is. Um, because the, the the reason you're getting it is the historical performance uh, and the fact that they have just a knack of picking stocks that are significantly better, 105% versus 30% on the S&P. Yes, they have SMCI. Yes, they have MOD. Yes, they have MHO. Yes, they have AMR. These are all super, super high flyers. Yes, they have Uber. Yes, they have BXC. Some of these, I don't even know. Travel Centers of America, it's up 56% since they bought it. Um, they closed their position in t- just today, or no? Yeah, they closed their position last year, last year, but it was up 56%. Meta, they're still in. They got in, in uh, just in August of last year at 306. So, you know, again, it's 105%. This this month, it is Twilio. I'll probably stop going over the, the exactness. So get into it. It's $89. Again, if you want to support the podcast, that's one way to support the podcast and get something in return. Uh, you know, you can sign up for my paid newsletter, get alpha picks, but again, support the podcast. It is going on. I, I just don't want somebody coming in and saying, oh God, uh, it's now $469. I missed the $89. Can you help me? I can't. I can't. Once it's over, it's over. And they ain't going back down to $89. They raised the price from $199 to $499. You think these guys with 105% uh, since February, uh, July 1st, 2022, that's 105% in less than two years, like a year and a half. So that's why I don't want you to sleep on it. If you have any interest in this, you can watch the webinars. It's really, in my mind, for somebody that's buying and holding, I think it's a great play. Okay. 
I will talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Have fun. Bye-bye. Oh, uh, enjoy your Valentine's Day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. and fears.